The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. Dry sidle now. David on his flank. But David moving in. Dropped it back. Dry sidle. Hat-trick goal for Leon. Dry sidle. Dry sidle. Dry sidle. That's a lot of dry sidle there. Thanks to Sportsnet for that clip. We give thanks for little else, however. Sends get worked over badly in Edmonton. We'll get to that in a second. We'll talk about the CFL and the XFL. Possible merger? They are talking, at least about some kind of partnership. Kind of interesting. Welcome to the show. It's Steve and Jimmy back again. Schmoozing it up, doling out the extra large portions of Ottawa sports talk. Sports and whatever, of course. The whatever in this case, on this day anyway. March 11th, one year ago today, the world began down the very bumpy road of COVID. Crazy to think it's been a year. James, how are things today? Well, Stevie, I'm, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm good. Uh, Everything's fine. It's um, interesting you bring that up uh, because there's been different days, you know, but but this is the, certainly a year when it all came down and, and everyone sort of went wide-eyed saying, what, what's happening here, right? Uh, really, it's hit us too, right? Uh, outside of China and then Italy, of course. And then I read today, one of the headlines is, I think it's the Texas Rangers are going to allow full capacity, uh, I, I think by the end of March, for a couple of exhibition games. I mean, yeah, the final two exhibition games on March 29th and the 30th and the regular season opener against the Jays on April 5th. Um, I think on the, against the Jays, it'll be, I guess, uh, they'll scale back attendance and use socially distant sections for the uh, following the home opener, which is odd. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what they're planning to do. You know, wide open, 100% capacity at Globe Life Field as the Texas Rangers open up their season and they do have to wear masks, so they do have that. Uh, but the announcement came after Texas's governor said last week he's going to lift the statewide mask mandate and permit businesses to operate at full capacity. But at least for the baseball games, they want, uh, since everybody's tight, that everybody will wear a mask whilst watching the game. Kind of funny that that comes out on the one-year anniversary of this thing. Do, do they know something we don't, Steve? They, Apparently it's over. Are, are they uh, <laughs> like have they all been vaccinated? Because uh, that would certainly be the announcement I would would expect if they go. Okay, we got this thing done. We rolled out all the vaccines, and we got everyone covered. So off we go. Um, it's it, it it doesn't seem right to me, but I, I, I'm well, well particularly you know, by their think? own actions. I, I'm kind of like, what, is there some hook here? Is there? I, I don't know. Did they? Do they have the whole thing sprayed with an, uh, you know, an antivirus thing or something? Um, God, well, by I, their own admission and their own actions, um, it's clearly not over because, well, they're going back to why you have a full capacity for your home opener and the two exhibition games proceeding. But then after that, they kind of dial things back a little, which is bizarre. Right. Are you, are you in, are you, are you in on this COVID is no big deal thing or aren't you? Cause it seems like you're, Sending out mixed messages to your fan base. Totally, totally. And uh, I, I just can't be, believe it's allowed that, that you know, the health department 
or the state health department is going, no, no, wait, wait, wait what, 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 what are you doing here? Yes. Slow down scooter. Yeah. Um, but what do I know? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's weird. It's very weird, but on the COVID front, just to conclude the conversation about it, it's uh, I mean, it's not like we need to get all nostalgic. I think that's going to be this mistake people make all day long various radio stations or whatever, spending mm-hmm. a ton of time on it. So, you know, it was one year ago and then, you know, talking about everything they've been through. And it's like, well, that's kind of the memories you dig up when something is over and maybe, uh, you know, five years from now, it's only been a year. And by the way, we're still living in it. So I don't necessarily need to wax on eloquently about uh, this or that and all the things that have happened in the past year, which I think some people will do uh, because uh, I think, you know, people are still in a mode of being fed up with it. So like I said, didn't want to spend a lot of time on it, but uh, it is uh, worth noting that uh, it's the one year mark. Well, I, I, I hope it's good. You know, the, you know, the utopian result will be, we pulled the game off and, and a week later we haven't heard of a, a incident of COVID, but I, I more expect, uh, yeah, we, there's you know, a little spread of the virus on coincidentally on on the the day we had that big exhibition game where we allowed everyone in really (laughs) really Hmm. anyway yeah let's uh let's change gears a bit though and uh we should get into the ottawa senators and uh their game in edmonton that was played on march the 10th and uh, let's start with the highlights for the sens yeah i think the key here is how well trained the crickets are like right on cue elite comedic timing Sends fall 7-1 to the Edmonton Oilers, who now have a 6-0 mark against the Sens. Probably the wildest stat I've heard is that Leon Dreisaitl has now, I think he has 15 points this season against the Sens. 17 is the record. Uh, he's got a chance to break the record on Friday. Most points against one team in one season. That tells you pretty much all you need to know. Dreisaitl, you heard the... Hat-trick goal coming out of the entry, and uh, it just was a miserable night for the Sens. They leave Matt Murray out there to twist in the wind for all seven goals. They weren't all his fault. They never are, but he's just, you know, it's it's pretty clear. And I was reading an article by a Pittsburgh reporter the day that Matt Murray signed on with the Ottawa Senators, or at least the day that the Penguins turned the page on him, Decided to go with Tristan Jarry. I mean, there are references in there to it was the easiest decision they ever made to turn the page on Matt Murray, the way he was playing. You know, he had the two cups, but he was never the same after that. Anyway, not only was that bad news, but they also might have lost Colin White and Ryan Dezingle for a substantial amount of time. They both had to be helped off the ice. Colin White was rushing, forechecking, and seemed to slip and went into the end boards, skate blades first. I don't know if he mucked up an ankle or a knee, but uh, that did not look good at all. Looked like maybe even an ice issue. Didn't look like there was any reason for him to be falling, but he did. And then Ryan Dezingle, kind of the same part of the ice, he's behind the Edmonton Oilers net, being harassed by Jesse Pugliarvi, and just gets all twisted up against the end boards, and uh, looked like he had a knee injury as well, so... Both had to be helped off the ice, so don't count on seeing them anytime soon. And it's too bad because both of those guys were scoring goals, and that's been one of the struggles for this team this year. 
So, um, yeah, little update on the Sens. They fall 7-1 to Edmonton, the finale of this latest disastrous series against the Oilers coming up on Friday night. All right, let's take a time out on the program. When we come back, Jim and I are going to talk about the possibility maybe that the CFL and the XFL could merge. We'll get to that story coming up after these words. Reignite your love for driving with a new Ford at Jim K. Ford. Get behind the wheel and hit the road in a new 2021 model with great features like available Ford Copilot 360 driving technologies. You'll find all of the latest innovations that are made available for new Ford vehicles. Visit Jim K. Ford and ask about their great offers on models like the Escape, Edge, Explorer, Ranger, and F-150 only at Jim K. Ford in Orleans or JimKFord.com. How would you like to win your own home gym? Right now at Popeye Supplements, along with Fitness Depot in Ottawa and Beyond Yourself, are teaming up to give away a custom home gym valued at $5,000. Now till April 4th, you can fill out a free ballot online, and for every Beyond Yourself product that you buy at Popeye's, you not only get 20% off, you get another ballot for the draw. It's the $5,000 Dream Home Gym Giveaway at PopeyesOnlineOrders.com. Trucks and minivans cost less to insure than small cars. You get a better deal on home insurance if you have good credit. The biggest insurance brokers are owned by insurance companies. I'm Josh. Make sure you choose a broker who has your best interest in mind. All Insurance Ontario is independent, family-owned, and has your back. Text me at 613-860-6008 to get on our team. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. We've had this conversation before about the Canadian Football League on two fronts. Mm -hmm. Will the CFL ever really get back to normal? given their circumstances in a COVID world. Like, I don't think the CFL can survive very long without fans in the stands. And so that was one thing. We've also talked about, you know, how we wouldn't mind in a big picture way, the experimentation of having four downs in the CFL, right? The theory kind of is the NFL, again, in, in the city of Ottawa, for example, there are so many NFL fans and a lot of them, basically look down on the CFL. But, you know, so why not try and grab those guys? But we talked about that too. Today, though, this is a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. The CFL and the XFL have both revealed publicly that they are poised to begin serious discussions about a potential partnership. Neither side is saying who initiated the talks first, only that they've agreed on collaborating on ways to grow football. Of course, Dwayne Johnson is the co-owner of the XFL, which is American-based. And Randy Ambrose, is already talking about it. He said, it's an exciting moment for us to really start talking about how, how do we collaborate. That's a great word, and it's at the heart of this. Where that leads, we don't know, but it's going to be exciting. Sometimes we overuse the phrase world-class, but they are world-class people. And so sports fans across Canada are now sitting here wondering, is this going to be a, you know, a true merger? Is it just going to be a, a faint affiliation, something in between? What did you think when you heard that news? I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I think it's brilliant. I, I think it's super positive. Uh, I think it's, a, a, you know, an opportunity that uh, is, is you, you know, one that they got to grab onto, got to grab onto. I, 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 think it's, I think it's great. I think it's great. I really do. 
the XFL, you know, you know, the other leagues that they did have along the way, Steve, that, that they tried that didn't work. They went defunct pretty quick. Uh, some of the arena football, I don't even know if they do that anymore, the, the arena football. But, you know, the, the difficulty, in fairness to the CFL, always at the end of a year, certainly in as, long, as far back as I can remember, or maybe a little later than, than my first uh, experiences with watching games on, on TV. But a, a lot of it in my adult life has always been this, we're in bad shape, you know. Uh, we've, you know, a couple of teams had to make cash calls. Um, you know, I think the league was looking for dough from the federal government, now, maybe even pre-COVID. Uh, so it's always been this, holy man, is this a big problem, you know, um, getting exposure, getting more people, you know, watching it, getting the ratings up. Um, you know, they were talking about expanding. The last I heard, Steve, I, was it the Blue Nosers? That was, uh, a, t- a team that stepped up, a group of guys in... Uh, in the Maritimes that were the Atlantic schooners or the schooners, blue nosers. Yeah. That, um, so I think it's great. I really do. I, I just have a sense, you know, when I think Vince McMahon got involved in football at one time, you know, the got, yes, got this was his league. This was his league um, yeah. in both, in both incarnations, the XFL in its first go around. And then this past year, um, so it hasn't been owned by anybody but Vince McMahon and Dwayne Johnson takes it over now. Yeah. I, I just never had a good feeling about Vince McMahon. You know, I thought he's going to turn this thing into something hokey, you know, if it was WWF. I don't know if I have the right property that he had. That Vince WWE McMahon. is what he is now. Yeah. I, I just, I just never, uh, I mean, it's entertainment. I'm, you know, I, I can't, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, and I can't believe that the, the guys I do know who, you know, Monday night wrestling where they sit down and go, okay, this is great. You don't understand the big bout that's coming up. And, and I'm going, does anyone understand? It's a, it's a choreographed thing that uh, you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, however, it's, you know, I'm wrong, man. It's extremely popular. But I, when I see that the rock is involved in this thing, Dwayne Johnson, I, and I, I, lo- I love that guy. I, I think he's great. When he first came on the acting scene, it was like, oh, okay, this is a guy, you know, this is a bit of a stretch here. That this guy's going to become an actor. But he's highly successful. Super generous guy. He does, I see all sorts of stuff on YouTube that he does. Um, when I, so when I heard that, I'm like, this, this may work, man. This guy's smart. You know, he played in the CFL, first of all, right? He played for the Stampeders. Um, mm-hmm. So I just I don't think he ever feel- played. I think he, was, I think he was only ever on the practice roster. But yeah, he loved, the, he loved his time here in the CFL for sure. Yeah, so I, I just had a feeling, well, they, here, here's the right guy. Here's the right guy for this sort of thing. So I, I, think, it's, I think it's exceptional. I, I'm sure the XFL, maybe when he thought about it, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm guessing this isn't something he woke up and go, I got an idea, let's collaborate with the CFL. I, I bet he had that intention from the very start. And, uh, I, you know, they can, they can help a league that is from time to time fledging, you know, not, not doing very well, uh, and vice versa. I think I'm in the mode of um, wait and see, I suppose. I want to hear what they have to say. Um, you talked about Vince McMahon and your concerns about it being hokey with him at the helm. Well, I have the same concerns about Dwayne Johnson. Like, what's his sports ownership background? He, too, comes from the WWE, by the way. It's not like, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's got any kind of credibility to him as a sports owner or as a commissioner of any league. So I think it could go very much down the same road as as, as it did under Vince McMahon. And I will say the second version of the XFL, it was basically felled by COVID because uh, they they called it quits not that long after this whole thing happened. 
last year. Um, yeah. My concerns are that it's an abject failure and all of a sudden, you know, we've killed the CFL name, three down football has disappeared. Uh, and for what? My hope is that, you know, if they do do it, obviously um, it would really suck if the CFL was sort of absorbed into this thing. And it would be. Uh, there's one thing that I know about, you know, <laughs> any kind of union you'd have with an American football outfit they would not call themselves the Canadian Football League, and uh, if they if they thought about it for a moment, they would immediately go back to the uh, failed experiments of the what early '90s, I guess it was, mm-hmm. when Larry Smith, the CFL commissioner, brought in all these American teams under the CFL banner, and uh, it just didn't work. Shreveport Pirates, Sacramento Gold Miners, Las Vegas Posse, um, just uh, it didn't work. And well, except, except, sorry to interrupt. You think it didn't work? Except Baltimore went to the Grey Cup one year against the BC yeah, Lions. But um, yeah. they, they, that was one market of right. about I don't know seven. So I'm not saying it was a hundred percent failure, but in general, it was a failure. It was a bad idea. So if it, if it, if it is a true merger, and I don't think it will be, then you can say goodbye to the Canadian Football League as a name, and you can say goodbye to Three Downs. Like there's no way that you know you could have a keep the CFL teams in one league playing three down football and all these American XFL teams in another and they have them play against each other. Like which rules are you using exactly? So um, I, I just don't see it. I see if there's a union to be had, it might be as a uh, farm system, you know, affiliating teams somehow. Um, and I think it's I think it's productive for two professional North American football leagues to have conversations and and see if they can, you know, kind of be the David versus the NFL's Goliath together. Yeah, I disagree. Uh, um, With what part? Well, I listen, uh, the, the CF, there's a bunch of, a bunch of beautiful, warm sentiments from people when it, the, the discussion happens about, we got to change from three downs to four downs, uh, that the CFL should expand, that we should grab on to, you know, the, the most popular football in the world, Steve, is the NFL. Okay, uh, they got the you know the reason they have the four downs is because everyone likes offense. They, they they do you know we want more scoring all the time. Uh, you know it's a lovely sentiment when people weigh in, Stevie, and say, you know I've been a fan of the CFL right back to two generations, and we you know the Saskatchewan Rough Riders have you know they've they've galvanized our our city and and people rally around them all the time. It's a it's a great outlet. Uh, for us to have these guys and 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 we want to hold fast here to the original and uh, you know the three down thing it would it would destroy the league that's all beautiful stuff stevie okay but it's a bad business plan going down the road they got to do something and uh, and i i i've always believed that i've always believed that it doesn't make sense that the most popular thing in the world is the nfl uh, and the and the numbers are low in the cfl but we're going to hold fast to our three downs because you like it, um, so I, I, you know, I think it's, I think it's, and has been for a while. To how, how can we, how can we fix this thing? How can we fix it? People got to get, people got to get over the fact. People got to get over the fact that no, we want to maintain this Canadiana about about our football league. Uh, you can, but you're not a business guy. They got to make money, Steve. They got to make money. Yeah, and I, th- I think um, I would agree with everything you just said. If this was a discussion happening between the CFL and the NFL, this is a CFL XFL discussion. And uh, I don't look at the XFL as anything as a home run, as, a, as an automatic win. So 
I, and, and when you talk about four downs, by the way, that, that, that means less offense, not more. You look at the CFL regularly, their scoring is better than the NFL's because when you have four downs, you're obviously running the ball more frequently. So not to say it's, you know, there's exceptions to every rule, but generally speaking, it's a, it's a running, a running game more than uh, the passing game of the CFL. But, uh, you know, I just don't want to throw away over 120 years of, of football tradition and the tradition of three down football and all the unique rules of the CFL for what ends up being a, a two year journey into the XFL. Um, that would suck to see. That, I don't think that, so. That I'm it sorry, all comes apart. Just because just the XFL has done that twice before. That that has failed. If it was the, I'd agree with everything you had just, just had to say if it was a CFL NFL discussion. Um, so I'm sure the Canadian Football League, um, part of it is the COVID thing too, right? You don't know what the future holds, when we're going to be able to have, in Canada anyway, the Texas Rangers are all in. <laughs> but when uh, is the CFL going to allow uh, massive amounts of people in a building uh, to support the team financially? Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work under any other model. But maybe with the XFL, maybe a better TV deal, and maybe it starts to make sense to have half the building full in the CFL. If uh, if you have this big XFL contract, don't know the answer to that. And uh, certainly it's productive to have a, a conversation. But uh, I'm I'm not as, you know, jump in head first as you are. Yeah, well, I, I guess if it did come together, if they did merge and tried something, um, I, I would see it this way and as, as one of the problems. I think if they come to Regina, okay, if, you, if you've got three or four or five teams, I don't know how many in the XFL, okay? And, uh, you, you know, you have, you have a team from Baton Rouge uh, who's going to come up or as part of it or, or maybe one of the more northern states, you know, um, a, a major city, you know, Portland, okay? I, I see the, the games being held in Canada with an American team coming in as being very supportive, the difficulty I see is if the Edmonton Eskimos go down there, you know, to play their visiting games, are, are the fans going to show up? Right. You know? uh, and the other one is what's the TV deal happening? You know, where, where's the CFL right now with their television deal? I, I don't know, Steve, but uh, that's the big deal, right? If you're gonna, you got, you got to have a TV contract. And when you got to work things out in general, like I was talking to a guy who was a season ticket holder, friend of mine. And uh, he basically was going to be on the hook, I think, for a, like a thousand dollar withdrawal from his credit card, mm-hmm. um, and he so he basically called them up and said, uh, "Yeah, I've just changed my credit card." Oh, sorry, can I can we get your new credit card? Well, before I give you the new credit card, um, I'd like to know about okay, what's the plan? How, uh, how many f- fans are getting into the game? Well, we're not sure about that. Mm-hmm. And every question that was asked, there was a lot. There's so much uncertainty. So he yeah. said, "You know, what, I'm going to hold off for a bit here." before I give you my new credit card number and re-up for my tickets because you can't give me any answers right now. You can't talk about the players properly. How are the players going to come in? Are they quarantining? Are all the stars going to come back in? And or are all these guys trying to make the team? You know, why do you like come to from, uh, I don't know, Alabama, go up to Ottawa, have to quarantine just for the chance to try out on the team? It just, there's so many unanswered questions right now. So that's the, that's the bigger factor. Right. As to whether there's actually going to be football for the coming year before we even talk about anything else. Yeah. The, the, the timing is a little, a little off, right? When you're looking, you know, everyone's trying to get through COVID and uh, you know, it's, it's like, it's a great idea to have new initiatives, right? Uh, Like, like podcasts, for example. 
okay, then we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It's a great time to do one, but it's a terrible time to ask for money, you right. know, because everyone's hurting so bad. And, and, and that's what makes the, the timing of this odd. Now, according to them, though, Steve, they're saying the big announcement is we're just going to open talks. We're going to, we're, we're starting to talk. There's not, there's no deal here yet. There's nothing. We just thought it would be advantageous for both parties to look at the options, you know? So I get that. I, I'm not so protective of it just to close out the conversation where I wouldn't entertain the idea. If it's the XFL and it's four down football, but it's still the Ottawa red blacks or the rough riders or the renegades, whatever you want to call it. Although I think there's renegades and, and maybe some other crossovers of existing teams already in the XFL with uh, mm-hmm. at least renegades as a name, but I would still go and I would still enjoy a sunny day and a beer and, and watch football. And I'm, I'm, I'm protective of the Canadian concept but if this is the road they decide to go down, I'd be cool with that too. I'd still go to the games. I'd still buy a ticket and I'd still enjoy myself because I love football. I love Canadian football. I was reared on it. My dad and I loved it when I was growing up and I love the NFL four down as well. So I'm okay either way. I'm yeah. covered. Yeah. Uh, you, know, you know what is kind of uh, sort of, wow, man, uh, are you sure you want to do that is – so you got the NFL, you know, roaring along, right? It has been for years, right? Making all sorts of cash, you know, big talent that they bring. You know, it's the, the game day presentation on TV is just out of this world, you know, out of yeah, this world. Yeah. So you've got this highly successful league, okay, uh, that a guy comes along and says, okay, I'm going to compete with them and I'm going to start my own football league. Uh, you're going, no, no, in the States, you're going to do it? yeah. Yeah, I think there's a, I think there's an option there for people. So I I'd love to get inside the head of the marketing people or the rock saying why, why how do you possibly think this could succeed? Leaving the CFL out of it for a sec, Steve. You know, right. and 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 maybe maybe it's a you know the the entry level of a season's ticket is you know way 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 down from what it costs to go to an NFL game. You know, those, those, that's a pricey ticket, man, to go to those things. It's pricey to buy a box. It's pricey to sponsor it and, uh, you know, to advertise through it. So I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, man, hats off. You want to go against that league? Uh, have at her, you know. Uh, you know, the equivalent, Steve, would be someone saying, I'm going to start a pro hockey league, you know, and come up against the NHL because I think we could make money. I'm like, okay, man. Uh, yeah. You know, so On that front, by the way, the three-on-three league, uh, I think it's called uh, Three Ice. It was all kinds of NHL Hall of Famers that were going to be coaches. I think Grant Fear was going to be one of them. Anyway, Three Ice has been postponed, I think, until 2022. So, uh, well, for obvious reasons, uh, right. trying, to, trying to get a league off the ground right now in these circumstances, uh, that can probably wait for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll ask you to wait for a little bit because uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll be back with final thoughts after these words. Jim K. Ford is a full-service commercial and fleet dealership. They supply companies in the Ottawa area with work trucks of all shapes, sizes, and functionalities, from small delivery vans right up to the big F-750s. So whether you're in towing, landscaping, or deliveries, or anything else that requires a big truck, Jim K. Ford will help you with the right truck for your needs. JimKFord.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. Pico is Ottawa's home for authentic, old-school, custom-crafted Neapolitan-style pizza. Without all the fuss and expensive fine dining, Pico is quick and easy, fresh and healthy, and made with the highest quality ingredients. Craft your own thin-crust pizza masterpiece, unlimited toppings, 
made right in front of you and ready in 90 seconds. For just $15, Pico. Use the Pico app and save on third-party app fees, 236 Richmond Road, 170 Metcalf Street, and the new Pico location, 305 Rideau. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call. Let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. And if you're thinking of buying or selling a home in the Ottawa area, we recommend the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. Glenn helped us sell our home back in the fall. He set aside a budget to help out with painting, cleaning, and even updating our ceiling lights for us. We got multiple offers and the home sold for well over asking price. Call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team today at glenwalton.com. All right, to close it out today, back to the NHL. They're back on ESPN. They got a seven-year multi-platform deal today. And uh, so it's going to work like this. Hockey returns to ESPN for the first time since 2004. This is starting with next season. Included will be 25 regular season games on ESPN or ABC. Early round playoff series. One conference final each year, four Stanley Cup final series on ABC, and more than a thousand games per season streaming on ESPN Plus. Uh, ESPN Plus and Hulu will become home to 75 ESPN produced exclusive telecasts a season. And uh, yeah, so you've got the NHL, you got the Disney Company behind that. I've I've seen nowhere, James, any changing of hands of money, and I wouldn't imagine it's uh, a king's ransom. Mm-hmm. But the NHL and Gary Bettman, they're always wor- they're always thinking golden goose, and that is dominance in the American TV market one day. Yeah. And uh, this moves it at least a little in that direction, and that they're they're getting proper exposure, um, and uh, and right where they want to be. Yeah, it, you know, a couple of things, right? It, it's I think it's really smart of a network right now when these leagues have got their heart in their mouth, going, "Man, are we going to be able to survive?" You know, because of COVID. And what happened and, and challenging times and even aside from COVID, you know, how competitive the TV market is. Um, so I think they're smart to pounce, you know. Uh, there's an advantage for everyone else's disadvantage. You right. know, so they look at this and go, look, we can get, we're going to get a much better deal. Um, just, you know, unfortunately for the, for the leagues, but we're going to get a much better deal. Because they, they need some security, right? They need a future to look at with this, with this deal. So... Uh, I, I understand that, you know, f- for sure, uh, that you want to do that. What what we will be talking about, Steve, and you even brought it up here at that. Uh, we're, we're only an arm's length away, Steve, from all of these live sports broadcasts being away from terrestrial networks and going the full stream, the full right. on streaming. You know, cable, I think, is going to be defunct, you know, shortly. Um, I, I, I just don't see it any other way. Every time I bring up a game and I say, can't get it, you know, or it's blacked out here, right? Uh, you know, last night there was, I, I couldn't get the, the Leafs were playing Winnipeg, two Canadian teams, and it's blacked out here, okay? Right. Uh, so we, we don't get it on our region. They, they got, you know, every, every one of these sports channels, certainly the two in Canada, you know, and if you include CTV and Global and CBC, so there's five of them or something. Uh, I can't get a game. I can't, I can't get any game. On, and everyone will say to me, sure you can. Sure you can. Go to this website right here. Go to this. Do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, get get your son over there. They can hook you up there in a second, you know, where you can get it on some sort of streaming device. So 
that days that that day is can't be very far ahead, Steve. You know? No, God, no. I mean, like like we've talked about before, our kids are in their early twenties. You know, how much time do they spend watching cable TV? You know, yeah. they're they're living in the streaming world, and uh, eventually, your fan base will die. And uh, all your TV watchers, are, uh, you know, will be gone and they'll need to be replaced by somebody. And that's true of every sport. Um, and if you aren't going where today's younger people are living, you will lose. And uh, and so when I see Hulu in this mix, uh, which is a, an extremely popular streaming service, mm-hmm. that uh, that's a good first step. Uh, that's that's where you've got to be. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's less about we got to get on network television. You know, that's important, but it won't be important for long. Um, it'll, you know, we're probably 20, 30 years out from that uh, that not being important, but it's still, um, it's going to eventually fade because network TV uh, will be <laughs> all streaming, really. I'm not, well, saying the, I, I'm not saying the ABCs of the world will die, but they won't exist as we know it. They'll they'll have to change to a different platform uh, and go exclusively streaming at some point. There's part of me that actually cheers against any of this growth uh, because, uh, you know, I, I'm happy with the number of teams there are right now. Uh, you want to add some Canadian teams? I'd be interested in that. But as a Canadian hockey fan in a small market city, by the way, by comparison, in the city of Ottawa, and, and you're in the same boat in Edmonton, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't want the NHL to get too much bigger, to be honest, because I feel like it uh, it could one day, not anytime soon, but it could, uh, you know, leave a lot of the Canadian markets in the rearview mirror. Toronto, Montreal, Vancouver, to some degree. I don't think they have anything to worry about. But everybody else, yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, interesting times, Stevie. Yep. Very interesting times. So, all right. Well, we'll call it quits right there. Enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you in our next episode. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. <laughs>